Hello and welcome to The Strong Christian. In today's society, culture is strong. It defines how we live, what we wear, and often what we're supposed to think. We'll discuss how to do that while still living a bold faith right after this. Promoting your business is what you want, and it's what we do best. For 70 years, Advance Advertising has been helping local businesses promote and grow their business with custom-branded products. And now we have a special deal to help promote your brand image. Go to 100freepens.com to get 100 free pens with your first-time pen order from Advance Advertising. It's our way of saying thank you for giving us a try. Go to 100freepens.com to learn more about this limited-time offer. Advance your business. Advance Advertising. Hello and welcome back to The Strong Christian. All right, as I mentioned in the introduction, we're going to talk about how to be culture strong today. And it's going to be a little bit shorter format today because I'm going to get right to the point. So let's do that. First, we'll start with the scripture reading. It's John 10, 1 through 6. It goes like this. It's a little long, so stay with me. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. And his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. All right, so let's get into today's today's discussion. And I want to talk to you about culture and its strength on our society, especially in the last several years. We've seen, um, listen, over over the span of any human time, you're going to see different styles of cultures, laws, rules, philosophies. They're all going to come and go. And like any generation, it's always the worst it's ever been. And it's always uh, the end of the world and, and terrible, right? But that's not the case. But what is what is important, though, is to understand that culture does affect those that follow Jesus. It has a strong effect on them. And, if, and what we need to learn is how do you, how do you live in peace in that society how do, long, how do you get along with your neighbors make sure everything's going well in life that you have a peaceful life but that you have a life of faith uh, followed in the way that you want to follow it while still being in this this social arena so um, let's take a look at a few things that are going on in society these days and one that I want to use as a huge example is this discussion on gender and gender fluidity and um, you know if you go to Google or Facebook or whoever it is and you click on their drop down box and they have who knows what the number is now 5 million different genders uh, choices okay now as Christians here's what we're taught we're taught and this is and I, I feel how you should follow your faith we're taught to love everybody no matter what no matter what, we're taught to love ourselves no matter what because we're all children of God. 
But that love for others and for ourselves does not have the right to supersede the way things are supposed to be. So in the case of using the gender as an ex- example, uh, it could be marriage, uh, could be just about any number of things that are occurring in society today. We have to find that that place as Christians where we say, listen, I, I hear what you're saying. I understand why you're saying it. I understand that you want to make everybody feel welcoming. I understand that you're also referencing the Bible and talking about how Jesus took a seat at the table with tax collectors, with prostitutes, with many folks that aren't quote unquote the norm. But if you'll notice in any of those situations where Jesus was in an arena where people weren't doing necessarily what they were supposed to be doing, he didn't just say, hey, that's cool, man. Just love me and love God and everything's okay. No, he sat with those people specifically and said, listen, I love you. Now go and sin no more, right? That He, he sat with them and, and still tried to teach them and, and tried to re-guide them and say, listen, this, this, this path that you're going on isn't the right path, but I love you and I always love you, but you need to get on the right path. And I think that's one thing as Christians we have to recognize in our society is that we're going to have a lot of voices out there that are telling us, uh, hey, man, this is the way it is now. And we have to be strong enough to say, I understand that that's how you feel. I understand that that is, I understand why you're doing it, that you're doing it from a, from a place of love and inclusion. But I don't believe what you believe and I don't, and or I don't believe how you're trying to implement it. And here's why it's a dangerous thing, because what happens is this. First, culture and society uh, bends the rules or bends the norms. Then it rewrites the norms, typically in a, in a, a position of um, duality, meaning it'll say, listen, we respect uh, your rights as Christians to believe this because of freedom of religion. But, but culturally, you know, from a, from a secular level, this is what we are kind of making the laws. But you can still believe what you want. But that only goes so far for so long because I'll give you a perfect example. It has nothing to do with religion, and it's, it's buckling your seatbelt. It used to be that, you know, cars, they would have seatbelts. You would be told you should wear your seatbelt. It'd be a good idea to wear your seatbelt. And most people say, yeah, I think you're right. It is a good idea to wear your seatbelt. Then it became a, well, it's law that you should that you should buckle up your kids. But you don't have to if you don't want to. Okay, that's fine. And people kind of went along with that. And then it was, now listen, if we stop you for a, a different infraction, you know, if you're speeding, and we see that you're not wearing a seatbelt, we're going to give you a ticket for that. But we're not going to stop you just because you don't have your seatbelt. And people said, okay, fair enough, no big deal. And then the law moved on further to, if we see you're not wearing your seatbelt, we're going to stop you and we're going to give you a ticket. Now, obviously, this discussion has nothing to do with seatbelts. But what I do want to show you in that example is how things do progress, how little tiny changes in laws, you give up your freedoms, you give up your, your, your um, well, let's just say you give up your freedoms in small bite-sized pieces. And over time, kind of like the frog in boiling water, you slowly have given up everything. And, and each time that you give something up, the person that is asking you to give up that right references the, the 
changed before it. So they're saying, hey, listen, we're only asking you to take one little tiny step. Ignoring the fact that you've taken 20 steps altogether already from where you began. Okay, And that's one thing as a, culturally, as Christians, we have to be very cautious of. Because each time in society it asks us to take a little step, a little step, a little step, suddenly you look back and you realize how far you've come. And you go, wow, this is a heck of a lot further than I ever wanted to go. So as an example, with using gender as an example, first the rule may be, listen, we just need to love people and include them and recognize that different people have different uh, gender conditions, gender beliefs, gender, gender identities. And because we're loving, we say, I, 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 I can go with that. I can you know, live and let live. And then it moves on one step further, one step further, one step further, until finally you look back or you look at the current state of things and you're told, hey, we have to take your children away from you because you're a bigot, because you tell your children that marriage is between a man and a woman, because you tell your children that uh, men are men and women are women. Right? These little things slowly progress until it's no longer a secular and religious um, dichotomy that exists, but it becomes the secular overrun of your religion. Now, does that mean grab a pitchfork and run out there and, and, and get crazy? No, but it does mean that you need to be diligent when you're, when you're taking these steps in life that you don't give up more than what you're willing to give up. You know, in this passage, um, the, the story seems to be mostly about Jesus leading his sheep. But the real story here has nothing to do in the gospel we read here. has nothing to do with, with well, I shouldn't say have nothing to do. It's not about Jesus. It's about his sheep. Throughout the entire story, what we're seeing here is the sheep who know Jesus only follow Jesus. And as other people try to hop in, as robbers jump in, as, as even maybe false uh, shepherds try to lead the sheep one way or the other, the sheep stay strong and say, listen, I'm, I'm not following your voice. And that can be a dangerous place to be in in life. That can be a dangerous decision to make in life. When you, when you fight the powers to be and say, listen, I'm only following one voice and that voice isn't you. But what God wants us to do is always remember that he's there for us no matter what. We're his children and his word is his word and we're always going to end up with him because we believe. So it's a, it's a reminder to us to stay strong, to be strong, to stand for what we believe in and to teach and, and guide the people that we love and cherish along those same paths. It's also an alert to anyone that tries to abuse their position of authority or tries to heap troubles on the backs of Christians that strong Christians will not follow them, no matter what they do or say. So check out that gospel. Again, it's John 10, 1 through 6. Read it for yourself. Get the message out of that you uh, get out of it. Remember, every time you read the Bible, the message uh, becomes more relevant to you for that day's uh, troubles. That is all for today. See you here next time. I'm the strong Christian.